Hello, all you amazing moms. It's me, Michelle. And I know if you're dealing with divorce, it can be daunting. Trust me. But with HelloDivorce.com, you're not alone. They offer a refreshingly simple, affordable, and stress-free divorce alternative without skimping on the expert support you know you need for this crucial transition. Listen, whether it's straightforward separation or you're tackling complex legal and financial negotiations, Hello Divorce is going to ensure that you navigate from uncertainty to confident clarity. Their best-in-class five-star customer service team is your guide to setting up for success in this next chapter. Plus, come on, they're one of America's most innovative companies. Mention my name, Michelle, and they're going to treat you extra special. Don't wait, though. you got to start shaping your brighter future today. Visit HelloDivorce.com forward slash moms because moving on means moving up. We're in this together, babes. And with Hello Divorce, you've got the support to thrive. To all my moms moving on, I have something amazing for you. If you're ready to move on from your engagement ring, the experts at Worthy can help you turn it into cash, fast and risk-free. Worthy does all the work and their competitive auctions get you the best deal possible. Over 45,000 people have already moved on with Worthy. Are you ready to move on too? Visit worthy.com slash moms to get an extra $100 when your jewelry sells for over $1,500. That's worthy.com slash moms for a special bonus offer just for the Moms Moving On community. This week on Moms Moving On. Regardless of when you make the choice, when you do, you have this huge opportunity to live with intention and to choose your life. And I've never had any woman ever come back to me and say, I wish I had the life I used to have. (laughs) Right. So I believe even in cases where your spouse is a narcissist, that most of those cases can stay out of court as well. And that you can have and will have an agreement that meets your needs. Because I've seen it, I've watched it. If you strategize, if you prepare enough, if you have the right mediator, if you're willing to play the game, you can get where you need to go even if your spouse has a personality disorder. Life moves on, so why shouldn't we? This is Michelle Dempsey-Moltak, your host of Moms Moving On, navigating divorce, co-parenting, single motherhood, and moving on. Hi, everyone. We're back. And thank you for helping push us over the edge of 200,000 downloads in just uh, a couple of months. Wow. I am blown away. And I love that you're loving the content. And that's why I take and pay special attention to who I bring on this show and how well they would advise you during your divorce and co-parenting process. And that's why I have none other than Erin Levine on with us today. She's the founder and CEO of something called Hello Divorce, which I'm going to let her explain in more detail, but it's groundbreaking and amazing. She's a certified family law specialist. She's the CEO of Hello Divorce and Levine Family Law Group. Somehow, she's also a Duke Law and Tech Accelerator Grand Prize winner, as well as a mother of two. She's doing all of the things. Erin, thank you so much for being here. I feel like it's been forever since I've been waiting for this moment. Definitely. I'm so excited to be here. You know, I am a huge fan of yours, and I've been just, you know, pinging you here and there to remind you that I would love to come on the show and that 
you know, I love your audience and, and all that you do to change the conversation around divorce and give people real actionable tips, like, you know, to, to help them move on and, and be their best self. Well, I, I can say the same for you. I, you know, being in this space where I'm constantly sharing content about divorce, a lot of it that I see outside of, you know, my own, it, it starts to sound redundant and stale, right? We're all kind of saying the same things. And then here comes the hello divorce Instagram feed and every single post I'm like, oh my God, save, share, save, share, save, share. Cause they're so good. But I love what you have on your bio on Instagram. You're a modern breakup service. I I love that. So can you tell me a little bit about Hello Divorce and how you started it? Yeah, absolutely. So I've been practicing law for, let's see, 16 years. I only recently stopped taking, actually practicing and working with clients, but I've been in the divorce industry forever. And I think I just got tired of being a complacent participant in a system that really routes people through war. So even well-intentioned lawyers are at a disadvantage because the way that divorce is set up in this country is a lawsuit that everybody has to go through just to walk through the end of their relationship, X versus Y. And the only real way to resolve dispute within the court system in most states is to fight it out, right? To battle it out in front of a judge. And so I got really tired of that. And I'm in the Bay Area. I had a lot of clients in tech. They were tired of it. They were worried about what message it would send to their spouse if they were to lawyer up in the traditional sense. And they were also tired of not knowing what's really going on in their divorce. They said to me, you know, Aaron, I know your associates are amazing, but they're in their 20s and I'm in my 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. And I don't like the idea of delegating my life to what I deem a kid. I want to know what's going on and I want to have more control over it. So that's a long way of saying I was, I was really (laughs) done with traditional practice. Well, can I tell you something that's so funny and not funny? Mm -hmm. It's kind of sad. I work with one-on-one with women who are either at the tail end of their marriages planning to leave or who have just Mm -hmm. left, but have not yet filed. And they'll all say the same thing. Like me and my ex are really amicable right now. We just want to do things easily and we just want what's best for the kids. And then two weeks later, I get that email that, holy shit, everything has hit the fan because we've hired attorneys. And that initial, you know, email from opposing counsel has sent everybody over the edge. And I see it time and time again. And I'm like, how do we stop this? And that's where you come in. It's definitely where we come in because I believe after doing this for a decade and a half, that not only is it the lawyers that drive up conflict, but it's us humans who get scared. And when we get scared because we think we're either going to lose our kids or not be able to afford our lifestyle, we do really crazy, irrational things like hire up with the most aggressive lawyer in town. Mm-hmm. or file a motion because we're afraid that we're going to not have access to money. And so my goal is to help people alleviate that fear, right? By being very transparent with the divorce process itself and helping people to, when possible, set some ground rules about how they're going to do their divorce. And then of course, help them through their divorce, start to finish if that's something that they're willing to um, do with us. Right. And and don't get it twisted or confused. I 
think divorce attorneys are a necessity and I think they're super important. And I refer to attorneys in my area all the time because you don't know what you don't know. And and you don't want to go into this, you know, assuming you can pull your own tooth then then taking yourself to the dentist, right? Like you got to rely on a professional sometimes. And nine times out of 10, I'm going to say, you know what, call an attorney for that. But that being said, you want to know what you don't have to do, where it doesn't have to get to, and how to keep things from being ugly. So consider this episode your what to know when going into a divorce, knowing everything there is to know so that you can make educated decisions to do this divorce as peacefully as you can. I love it. I think that's a fantastic topic. And it really goes with that theme that you and I are both trying to put out into the world, which is here is the information you need to have. And there's no way you're going to know everything. There's no way you're going to read every book or talk to every professional, but you don't have to, right? Like that's okay. And so I love that. I think we should go with it. I would start by saying that I think everybody needs a reminder that unless there is an imminent issue, like your spouse has threatened to take the kids out of state and never come back, or you don't have enough money to meet your basic needs, unless there's an emergency like that, nothing is going to happen overnight in divorce. And you, to a large extent, get to set the pace. And so what might work for you in this moment, which could be using our software to walk yourself through your divorce or accessing one of our legal coaches to spend an hour or two understanding your rights. That might be a strategy that chains down the road and that's okay. The one thing we really need to remember from the start is there's a lot that's gonna happen. There's a lot of change that's gonna happen in your life and through the legal process, but we can take a deep breath. We don't have to make any big decision without knowing it's the right one for us. Absolutely. They're calling it the Bible for all divorcing moms. I can't believe it, but that's what they've said about my book, Moms Moving On, Real Life Advice on Conquering Divorce, Co-Parenting Through Conflict, and Becoming Your Best Self. Moms Moving On is filled with practical, actionable, and empowering advice from someone who's been through it and come out on the other side, me. Through inspirational stories, rituals, journal prompts, and my guidance, you'll learn how to navigate your divorce with confidence, adjust to life as a single mom, shift your perspective to find your way back to your best self and create the life you truly deserve. It's available in paperback, hardcover, audiobook, and Kindle. So go get my book. I promise you won't regret it. So for the woman who, or the the hundreds of women who reach out to me and are like, I don't know where to start. I'm unhappy, things aren't working, he's cheated or I'm checked out, this marriage needs to end, but I don't know what to do next. What do you advise? Sometimes I say to myself, what would Michelle advise? Honestly. Oh my God, stop. (laughs) Um, I think, first of all, you need to know you're not alone. 70 to 80% of divorces are filed by women after two to five years of contemplating or making the actual decision. So if you are you know, being really hard on yourself for not leaving, for not making a big change in your life overnight. I just want you to stop and take a breath and really take that statistic in because we need to make sure before we make any big change in our life that we have, you know, things lined up that make us feel safe 
whether that be physically safe or emotionally safe, you know, that is, is such an important piece to all of this. It's a critical piece because, you know, the notion that you can just like be over your marriage and, and pack your bags and move out the next day, like that's not how it works. And I can tell you from personal experience, it was months, if not years of thinking and planning and putting my ducks in a row so that I could take that next step and feel empowered and okay and safe and, and whatever. Um, and so many women are like, you know, I wanted this for years and I just don't know how to take the next step. And, and I respect that because you don't know what you don't know. And it's very hard. The unknowns are of anything and in life in general are scary, but especially when you're going to be on your own now and, and with children. And, and that's where I really help to come in and say, okay, so let's look at every what if and give it a rebuttal. What if I'm alone for the rest of my life? Mm. I just got off a call talking about that with a client. And I'm like, that could very well happen, but what would change in your life? Because right now you are super alone in your marriage. You're lonely. He's not a partner. You're doing everything by yourself anyway. So you're not going to die by not meeting somebody else. Your want is not necessarily a need. So that all those what ifs have to sort of like live somewhere else so that you can think clearly and, and rationally when you're making this big move. Oh gosh, I 100% agree. I think that we have so much on our plates, right? Like there, there it, it isn't linear and there are so many things that go both ways, but it's just so important to remember that regardless of when you make the choice, when you do, you have this huge opportunity to live with intention and to choose your life. And I've never had any woman ever come back to me and say, I wish I had the life I used to have. <laughs> right. right. You know, there's things that people miss, especially in that period of time of transition, because change is really hard from separation to that divorce final decree or whatever moment you find, like you've really moved on and you're ready to start that next chapter. But living with intention, getting to make the choices that you want and the life you want to live is really a gift that not everyone gets. So I say that all thing the to remember. Time. Yes. I say mm -hmm. that all the time because, you know, being in a marriage is wonderful when it's good, but that's where you are for the rest of your life. So when you have this opportunity to step outside of the world you're used to and like create something new, it's exciting. It's exhilarating. And while it may be slightly anxiety inducing, you hold all the power there, which is something that for me was, was super attractive. Well, you do such a great job modeling that. I think that anybody who's looking at your feed or listening to your podcast, not only sees your authenticity, that's what initially draws us, but we're also inspired by the life you live. The fact that it's so clear that you're living the exact life that you want. And I know that didn't come easily. You've talked a lot in the past about what you've struggled with over the years, but you are an incredible inspiration. Thanks. Well, look, I had the... <laughs> fortunate and unfortunate experience of being a child of divorce. So that taught me a lot about resilience in terms of watching my mother and how I did and didn't want the divorce process to go. For me, it was really 
important that this didn't become like a huge drawn out litigation because I lived my entire childhood with my parents in court. So why don't we go through like some of your options? Because I think so many women have this notion of like going to divorce court and physically like getting into it, screaming and yelling with their exes and opposing counsel. What are their options in terms of getting themselves divorced? Yeah, I I think so. And I, I think that also what I've learned a lot lately are there are plenty of women who don't want to have that big fight in divorce court because let's face it no one wants a really messy long expensive terrible divorce but they're also really afraid that they're not going to be able to advocate for their best result in mediation or negotiating directly with their ex so let's talk about the different ways that you can walk through divorce while still protecting your rights giving yourself peace of mind without necessarily battling it out in court. And my caveat will be that not everybody gets to have a divorce outside of court, right? Like we certainly know, and I know you've talked about it on your show, if your spouse decides to lawyer up and take you to court, then you have to do the same, right? Law is very procedural and very challenging. And so there are times when cases escalate to the point of needing the court to be able to access their rights. But I am going to tell you, and people may um, push back on me. I I believe- I I like, toe the line, bring us right to the point of like, we want to scream at you, but also love you. Do that for us. Okay, great. I believe that 95% of divorces have no business seeing the inside of the courtroom. Okay, girlfriend. Now, there are some states that require a quick hearing even after you have a complete agreement, but that hearing is very different from a contested hearing. It's simply to tell the court what your agreement is and get the judge to sign off on your divorce. Which is fine. So I believe even in cases where your spouse is a narcissist, that most of those cases can stay out of court as well and that you can have and will have an agreement that meets your needs because I've seen it. I've watched it. If you strategize, if you prepare enough, if you have the right mediator, if you're willing to play the game, you can get where you need to go even if your spouse has a personality disorder. Okay, so as you know, everyone getting divorced right now, their ex-husband is a narcissist or disorder and everyone soon to be ex-wife is crazy. So let's just put that out there. Um, (laughs) I'm being facetious, obviously, but give me an example of that full-blown narcissistic personality in a divorce and how that stayed out of court. That's fascinating to me. Yeah, we've done and seen a lot of mediations where one spouse is a narcissist, or at least one party is making the accusation that the other spouse is a narcissist. And in those scenarios, I always advise either one or both spouses to have a consulting lawyer. So what I mean by that is no lawyers in mediation. You have a great mediator. This is a neutral third party. Usually a certified mediator is also a lawyer, but not always. And that mediator is going to help the two of you work towards agreements. But in order to do that effectively, and don't get me wrong, it's out of court, but it's still grueling. Mediation is not easy. But sometimes it's your only option outside of going to court. Okay, so 
you have the mediator who's helping you come to agreements through a series of meetings, either with each party separately or all three together. And then I also want you to have that consulting attorney who can help you strategize. So as an example, I was a consulting attorney on a mediation where I represented wife. And I really do believe that husband isn't, wasn't a narcissist. And I am not a psychologist. I don't know anything about psychology other than my own anecdotal experience. But there's one thing I knew about this guy. And that was he wanted to feel generous. He could not leave the divorce process without feeling like he did right by his family. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. So we shifted the whole strategy. And instead of pushing back on everything that he was doing wrong, we turned it around with, listen, I know you want to feel generous. I know that's important to you. Like, I think that you have it in you. I think you want to do right by me. What do you think would be generous? What do you think would be reasonable? And sort of just shifted the conversation. And of course, that wasn't the only conversation, but we shifted it instead of blaming and pushing and telling him all the terrible things that he was doing. We we took that heavy energy out of the room. And ultimately, they were able to came, come to an agreement that wasn't the best agreement in the world, but was definitely good enough to set my client up for her next chapter. And I can't tell you that she would have done any better in court. In fact, she probably wouldn't. And the reason is, is because she wouldn't have made a good witness. She was upset. She was crying all the time. Understandably, she was frustrated. She was scared. And he was handsome and charming. And so the last thing I wanted was for them to go to court. So I actually think that she got her best result under the circumstances and in so doing learned a new way to communicate with him and empowered herself by understanding the finances in their marriage, which will only help her as she builds her own nest egg moving forward. Oh my God, I love that. What a great story. We have a lot of those. Well, what <laughs> a about- lot of those over the years. Because I've had clients who, you know, they'll all start with my ex is a narcissist. And then I hear things. I'm like, okay, he just kind of sounds like an asshole. But then there's the ex-husband and one one client in particular who he cannot stop taking her to court over nothing, over like every little thing. She's tried to be as amicable and generous as she can be. And it's always met with like, he wants more like a dog with a bone. How do you handle those things? Yeah. That, I mean, that could be a part of that 5%. And the, what, what is so important to me um, and what a lot of us focus on in this industry is getting to people, hopefully, before they ever hit the courthouse, before they ever learn about how the court works, because it becomes all-consuming and it becomes addicting to a certain extent for some people. Um, and so unlike lawyers who, and I'm a lawyer, so I get it. Unlike lawyers who generally market to people that have already made the decision to divorce and are ready to get started, you and I and the rest of the industry trying to make change are focused on people long before that time to help educate them on all the things that you need to know to hopefully stay out of that. But ultimately, if your, your spouse chooses to go to court and pushes and pushes and pushes, it's very, very hard to change the trajectory of your relationship, of your divorce, unless that person has integrity. So 
An example would be, I'm sure you know our happy divorce, Ben. Of course, I love me so Ben. Yeah, and so, you know, Ben wrote a blog for Hello Divorce about how his divorce started out messy. And at some point, he made a decision that that's not the direction that he wanted to go, that that's not the life that he wanted to set up to co-parent with. Um, I'm totally spacing on her name, and I absolutely love her. Who is, what, what is Ben's ex-wife's name? Nikki, Nikki DeBartolo. Nikki. Oh my gosh, Nikki, please forgive me if you're listening. I adore you. Um, it's been a long week and it's only Tuesday. But um, yeah, so like he realized very quickly into it that the relationship was being any possibility of rebuilding a relationship where they could co-parent together in a healthy, non-toxic way was being destroyed. And so- you know, that's really it. I, I think it really comes down to what kind of person your ex is. And I, I want to remind people that it isn't black or white, right? Like your spouse might be a total asshole in separation. I see so often, um, and I'm generalizing here, but I see it, men that cheat and then they blame their wives for the breakdown of their relationship, right? Like that's so not fair, but it happens. But at their core is the person you married, like, could, can you trust that they will make a smart choice in the divorce? And and sometimes we can still say yes. Um, and sometimes we need like friends and family members and other people to step in and try to steer them in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I liken this very much to when a kid does something wrong, right? Let's talk about toddlers. When a toddler does something wrong and they get caught and then there's a consequence, they lose their fucking minds. It's not very different with men or women who cheat and then have now this consequence that they never wanted to have to deal with in front of them. So they are going to try anything and everything. And very often I'll hear, I can't believe this person I've given my whole life to. I can't believe they're behaving in this way. And I'm like, well, this is quite possibly the most emotional thing they'll have to deal with. So they can't not behave in this way because we're all just mm-hmm. emotionally equipped to lose it when we're pushed to our breaking point, right? And, and it, yeah, it all comes back to that fear. They are scared. They are really, really scared. They act like they aren't maybe, but ultimately it comes down to, in a lot of ways, like that fear and that hurt. And it causes us to do a lot of really awful things. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about um, how do you know if your marriage is the one that needs to go to court or the one that can stay out of it, taking your emotion outside? Yeah, that's such a really good question. How do you know? Well, what I encourage most people to do is once the word is out, once you have told your spouse, your spouse has told you that we're filing for divorce, um, well, first of all, a lot of a lot of men in particular don't really believe that the divorce is real until you file. And so it's kind of like, remember when we were pregnant and men didn't really get it until they like all saw the baby or saw the big river. belly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. So yes, kind I do of a similar that. experience. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if at all possible, set ground rules. If at all possible, see if you and your spouse can get on the same page. You don't need to decide who you're hiring or what you're doing, but can you come to some sort of an agreement that number one, you're going to put your kids' best interests first, and number two, you are going to do whatever you possibly can to stay out of the courthouse. 
If you can do that, great. If not, then the first step that you do take in divorce, unless again, there's like some, um, your safety, your financial, physical, or emotional safety is in immediate jeopardy is threatened. Unless that's the case, then I recommend that you make the first move in divorce without lawyering up in that traditional sense of the word, without paying a huge retainer and filing the divorce petition and having your spouse served when they least expect it. That's going to trigger fear. That's going to trigger misery. So I can tell you that I have no reason to believe that the vast majority of divorces that are filed through Hello Divorce are any different than the divorces that would have come through my door at Levine Family Law Group. And yet they settle out of court. And a big reason for that is the mere fact that wife, for the most part, filed with Hello Divorce, knew that she had access to lawyers and mediators if she needed it, but filed with an amicable service. And not just mine, like there's plenty out there. There's plenty of lawyers that don't litigate or do litigate, but aren't going to in this context. So I'm not in any way advocating for you not to get the legal help that you need. I'm just saying that you don't necessarily need to start the first day of your divorce action with the lawyer on the top left of your divorce forms. I think that's such great advice because we have this like antiquated, like outdated thought process of how it's supposed to be and how it's supposed to go. And it's so nice. You know, the work that you and I are doing is to show people a different way. And I love that you've created this platform. So if, if our listeners were to go to your website right now, what would they find? They would find a ton of great content, first of all, lots and lots of curated resources by the most amazing authors in the world, including Michelle, ah! um, about <laughs> yeah. planning your divorce, the process of divorce, and all the stuff that goes into it, the legal, the physical, the emotional, so wellness resources, checklists on co-parenting, worksheets, pre-divorce planning, checklists, um, settlement term checklist, anything that you could possibly need when it comes to divorce. And then if you live in California, Colorado, or Utah, we have very specific resources and software and professionals to help you through your divorce start to finish. And we are about ready to launch in Texas and New York in the next few weeks and Florida after that. So, oh my God. I'm so excited yeah. about that. Can you come so, here? Yeah. Well, I definitely will be coming there. And we just started working with, uh, we just started working on Florida. Like this week we had our first meeting. So we're still a few months out from launching, but um, we're, we're going to do it. We're really excited. And one of the things that we're working on in Florida is people being able to answer the guided interviews in Spanish, but have the output be English so that they can answer if they're native Spanish speakers in the language that they feel most comfortable in, but then have divorce forms that they can file in court that will be accepted by the judge. I mean, you're amazing. Like, honestly, way to, way to find a serious need in this industry and step in and make such big changes. You're already helping so many people. I know so many of my clients and people who reach out to me already use you as a resource and, and trust you and I trust you. And I'm so honored mm -hmm. that you were here. So Erin, if you were to give one piece of advice to a mama thinking about leaving her marriage or who is getting ready to leave, what would that be? Knowledge is power. 
right? Amen. So finding the right resources, um, if not through Hello Divorce, there are so many out there. You can go to Gabrielle Hartley's website. You can go to Michelle's feed. There are some good articles on NOLO. You can go to Divorceify, but there are a lot of great resources out there that you can trust to help you understand what this process is going to look like start to finish and find that tribe. And the tribe might be a little bit different than the tribe that you have spent your whole life with, and that's okay, but you need some support through this time period. You can't do it on your own. And so to start building that tribe of people and that support system that you can walk through this journey with, because it really is. Divorce is not an event. It is a process that happens over time. And you are going to come out so much more thoughtful, living with so much more intention. You're going to feel healthier. You're going to feel happier. But there's a journey to get there. And so I want you to feel well supported throughout that journey. Just like you would plan before a road trip or a big, you know, intercontinental adventure, you need to plan what the rest of your life might look like outside of the space that you're in and who better to do it with than with you, Erin. Thank you so much for being here. Yes, knowledge is power in all ways, always. For those of you listening, please go to Hello Divorce on Instagram or hellodivorce.com so you can get the best of what Erin has to offer. Her Instagram just kills me. I love it because it's snarky, (laughs) it's funny, and it's informative. Those are probably my three favorite things. And thank you for being here. You know, we'll be back with more great content for you. Don't forget to leave us a review. Those reviews are really helping us climb the ranks. Proud to say we are deep in the middle of the top 100 self uh, for self-improvement podcasts. And that's all because of great people like you. Keep moving on and stay strong, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. So you want to be a divorce coach, but the term divorce coach is a broad one because there is just so much you can cover in the world of moving on. Maybe you find yourself gravitating towards clients with high conflict co-parents, or perhaps you have a knack for helping women pull themselves out of bed when they feel overwhelmed with single mom responsibilities. No matter your ideal client, the one thread that will unite them all is that they're moms and moms need a different level of support when it comes to divorce coaching. With my moving on method, you'll not only learn how to best support a client through their divorce, you'll also learn how to help support them as they transition into their new role as co-parents and managing a coaching business. I'm Michelle Dempsey-Maltak, certified divorce and co-parenting specialist, and I founded the moving on method after years of working with clients from all over the world and seeing them all struggle with the same issues. In this training, you'll learn my five principles for helping a client with their moving on process, along with how to make your practice successful. Visit momsmovingon.com today to apply for my program. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Moms Moving On. I hope you found today's episode to be helpful, inspiring, and give you the advice you need to feel empowered and strong as you move on. Don't forget to come say hi on Instagram at the Michelle Dempsey and drop us a line if there's a specific topic or subject you'd like us to discuss. Thanks. Stay strong.